Thanks for joining me here on Conversations for Yoga Teachers. I'm your host, Karen Fabian, the founder of Bare Bones Yoga and the creator of the Momentum Magic Method, showing you the way to becoming a confident teacher who seamlessly shares cues and easily creates sequences, whose classes feel like events, who understands anatomy and who shares their passion in a unique and authentic way. On the podcast, you'll hear anatomy lessons, stories from teachers, interviews with others in the field, and a dose of personal development. In addition to the podcast, follow me on Instagram and TikTok for daily videos on teaching topics. Thanks for taking the time to listen today. Let's get into the episode. Hi there. Welcome to Conversations for Yoga Teachers. My name is Karen Fabian and I am your host. So I'm recording this on July 20th, 2023, and this will go live on the 24th. So whenever you're listening, I'm glad you're here. Today's going to be a really short targeted episode. I actually have something um, just really cool to share with you, and I'm going to tell you how it's going to weave into this really short targeted theme. And the theme is probably going to sound like something that doesn't oftentimes get talked about with yoga teachers, because for whatever reason, <laughs> I think this is probably because um, yoga as a practice is steeped in just long-standing tradition, all of which is beautiful. And I think at the same time, in especially today's modern world, with all the new teachers that are out there, and even more experienced teachers, teachers are navigating teaching in a way where they're looking for results, but they're not sure how to get them. And oftentimes, when we look to tradition to find out how can we get results, it sometimes can be a mismatch because tradition oftentimes can provide us with philosophy and fundamentals. It's not always where we look when we want to get the step-by-step -step way of doing things. Now, of course, when we look at yoga sequencing, when we look at the um, alignment of the postures, all of that can be viewed through the lens of framework and blueprint. However, for many yoga teachers, the deeper they go down that path, the more confused they get. And I don't know if that resonates with you, but I can certainly say a lot of yoga teachers, after they complete their 200 hours, tell me that their brain is full of information, but they're not sure how to actually get started. And so that tells me that there's absolutely a gap. There is um, a gap between learning information, the sharing of knowledge, and the building of skills. And for most teachers, and I don't know if this was your experience when you graduated from your 200 hour, most teachers want to hit the ground running when they graduate. And that's often when they realize, holy shit, I don't actually know how to do this. And all of the feelings come up, right? All of the feelings of nervousness and worry and fear, most of all fear, fear people are going to get hurt, fear that someone's going to judge you, fear that you're not qualified enough. All these fears come up. So compounded 
by the the gap around cueing skills and understanding anatomy and building sequences easily and quickly walking around the room instead of practicing with your class having this gap around those skills is what oftentimes stalls teachers and it squelches their enthusiasm because they come out of training with a lot of enthusiasm and then maybe things go and just fits and starts maybe they take on a class but then very quickly begin to feel the heaviness of it or the resentment towards it because it doesn't feel easy maybe they take on a couple of classes and if this has been your experience this will hit home for you very soon they start to realize how much time they're spending preparing for class every week. I mean, these are the things at the level of um, detail that really can benefit from some results-driven strategies. And you've probably, I don't know of any teacher training I've ever been to where the word strategy was ever used, where the word result was ever used. But I can certainly say in the way that I work with yoga teachers, I work with them to help them get results. And I know from years of speaking to yoga teachers, the areas that most commonly come up that is that is where that gap is. And when you fill that gap with skills, that's when you get results. So what I wanted to talk to you about today is what are some of the results that you can, I guess you could say that you could expect from, um, that you could expect as a yoga teacher. And these aren't necessarily results just about you, but these can also be results related to your students, but they're not necessarily results that have to do with, well, my students are all do doing poses that are really challenging. That's not what we're talking about. And I'm gonna get into that in a minute or two. So let's first look at what are some results that you might want. And some of these may hit home for you, some of them may not. So again, this is drawn from the many, many conversations I've had with teachers. And I wanna share this with you to give you another lens through which to view your teaching. Because before I get into some examples of results, I wanna share with you also some of the really interesting conversations I've had just this week with teachers who've been teaching for a while over five years. And when I try to engage them in some conversation around how is your teaching going? What kind of goals do you have? What kind of results are you looking for? They really are unable to share that. Like there's, there's really nothing coming back that I can sink my teeth into. And the reason I ask those questions is because if a teacher is able to share what results they want, then we can start to talk about, well, what do you need to get those results? What do you need to get there? What's preventing you from getting those results? And that's when we start to come up with the plan, the next step. And I want you to really appreciate how organized and structured that approach is rather than just going out and signing up for a 500-hour training and hoping you get the outcome you want. And the other thing that I want to really emphasize is when you focus on results-driven action, that's what changes how you feel. 
So if you don't feel confident or if you feel fear or if you feel worry or if you feel imposter syndrome, however that shows up for you, oftentimes the way to move past that is by getting results, is by approaching things in a strategic way. When we start to be in the action of doing, that's often when our feelings shift. And I have plenty of examples of that. And I'm actually going to share with you, surprise, I'm going to share with you an actual testimonial from a teacher who just just about finished my program. So you can hear from someone this exact experience, how focusing on results changed how she felt. And obviously I'm going to share one that is going to reinforce this idea. So she feels so much more confident now than before she started to work with me. So let's take a look at some results. So when I say results, results for you, well, the overall overall result for you is for most yoga teachers going to be in things around how they feel. I feel confident. I feel empowered. I feel authentic. I feel like I'm making a difference. I feel like I'm teaching in a way that allows me to show up as myself. I don't have to pretend to be somebody else. I feel like I'm teaching in places and the style of yoga that resonates with me. That's my zone of genius. So all of these things are around feeling. When we look at the kinds of results we might want to have at the level of skills, I can prepare for my classes in less than 15 minutes a week. Like it, that's all it takes. I can even walk in the room and just teach from what I know. I don't even need to prep for my classes. Other results, I can share cues easily and confidently. Other results, I can look at my students moving on the yoga mat and understand the anatomy behind the movements. I can share cues that speak to the anatomy. I can create really um, impactful short sequences for students when they ask me questions after class. I can earn money to support myself, support my family through the teaching of yoga. Um, other results, I can grow my classes and see that the attendance in my classes is growing. I can see results in the area of increasing the number of classes every week that I teach. So, I mean, these are examples of actual results that you could be looking towards. But again, this type of results-driven language oftentimes is not found in the yoga world because there is such an emphasis on philosophy and artistic language and yoga speak and all of the myths and the narratives that are out there. I don't speak like that. I speak clearly and plainly, and I am focused on understanding what your challenges and problems are and helping you get results. And of course, all the other stuff too. But if we just have all the other stuff and we're not getting results, that is not, in my mind, a successful, authentic, confident teacher. As far as results from your students, things like students asking you questions after class, that to me, as I experience that, is a sign that my classes are 
having an impact on my students. When they take time after class to come up and ask me questions, that shows me that they are engaged in the process, that they're engaged in learning. The way to get more results around that is to ask more questions. So hang out after class and ask your students how the class was. Not from the perspective of, did you like it? But how did it feel in your body? What kinds of questions do you have? Go early and ask your students, what are you working on? As they're getting set up in the room, if you sense that they're not completely in relaxing chill out mode, if they're sitting up on their mat, just approach them and say, so glad to see you here, Sally. Tell me, what are you working on in your practice right now? This is how we start to build connection with our students and help understand what results they want out of their practice so that the teaching we do can help them reach those results. There are other results that your students might want from their practice. Maybe they're looking for things around increasing flexibility, increasing range of motion, decreasing pain. These are all things that the types of sequences and private sessions and, and homework you give them after class, these are the kinds of things that can help them get those results. So please understand and recognize that you can be the change agent for your students. The more you have these skills around cueing, sequencing, understanding anatomy, and applying it to teaching. The last thing I wanted to say is I wanted to share like a really specific example of this because one of the newer teachers who enrolled in my program last week, we had our first momentum call. And in this call, as I do with all teachers who enroll, the first thing we did was we attacked a problem she had, and it was her choice as to which one we worked on first. Not my choice, not my agenda, her choice. 100% driven by the teacher when they enroll, so they get the biggest bang for their buck right away within the first 24 hours of enrolling. So she had a problem she wanted to fix. I had a strategy for helping her fix it. I shared with her the strategy. She taught her class the next day. She emailed me and said, holy shit, Karen, I can't even believe how amazing that worked. I feel amazing, confident, love it. So I wrote her back and I said, tell me what you did that caused you to feel this massive shift. And she wrote me back a targeted email with the steps. I did one, I did two, I did three, I did four, I did five, the five things she did. Now, I wasn't asking her that because I wanted to know what she did as if it was a mystery. Of course, I knew what she did because it's what I had shared with her as a strategy to fix this problem. But I wanted her to write it down, to reinforce it into her way of being, to help her reinforce what specific things she could do to solve that problem and as a result, to feel more confident. And I wanted it to become more ingrained in her and I wanted her to see it's no fucking mystery how you build your confidence as a yoga teacher. It is based on strategic results-oriented coaching and support. It is not based on hundreds of hours. It is not based on reading tons of books. It is not based on watching tons of videos. It is not based on watching YouTube, scrolling through social media. It is a very targeted approach. And that is what helps you get results. Now, of course, the results are tied to what you want. So I have a very, um, uh, well, let me say this. 
that's always the place to start. So I am by no means saying I have the only approach that works for every single teacher. However, what I have noticed is that so many teachers have the same gap and that's a reflection on the industry and how the industry is training teachers and the kinds of gaps that teachers have when they leave their basic training. And this is regardless of where they live and um, the training they went to. So I'm in the unique position, having spoken to so many teachers, to give sort of a scientific, somewhat anecdotal, but somewhat even scientific overview of what is happening out there in the market, just because I do so much talking to yoga teachers all over the world. So I wanted to share that with you. I wanted to share that with you as another example of results-driven teaching and how it affects how you feel. And the last thing I want to do is just tee up what I'm going to share with you to close out this episode. And, and that is an actual testimonial from a teacher in my program. And she, you're going to hear from her in her own words, the shift that she's made as a result of working with me inside my program. And I want you to specifically listen to and listen for not just the shift in what she learned, but the shift in how she now feels and see how that um, lands in your mind, in your body, when you hear it from another teacher. Because for so many teachers, um, they sometimes worry, well, it can happen for that person, it can work for that person, but it can't work for me. And I want you to know that this is one of dozens of testimonials. I don't always share them because I don't I don't know. I just don't always share them, but I wanted to share this one in particular because it was so striking to me, the before and after that I wanted to share it with you as, as evidence, as an illustration of what's possible for you too. So after you listen to this, if you want results, I want you to send me a DM on Instagram and say, I listened to this podcast episode and I want results. I'll know exactly what you're talking about and I can set up a results-oriented call with you and find out more about you and see if you are a teacher, I can help as well. So we're gonna roll that tape now so you can hear that testimonial and I'll see you on the next episode. Namaste. Don't go though, because that tape's coming up. So how are things going? Really good. Yeah. Made a lot of progress. Like I was just, as I was sitting here, I was kind of reflecting of like where I was at the beginning of the course and now I'm towards the end and just kind of the milestones that I've made. Huge. Yeah. I mean, do you hear this all the time? Like people are like, I do hear a lot of just feeling like light bulbs are going off left and right. And I feel like for you, when you email me some of the things that have come to you, um, it's just so great for me to see that you're making this forward momentum progress. What, um, when you look back, what stands out to you as your before persona and your now persona? Well, a lot of it was like, things that I didn't really know I was going to be learning per se, you know, like a lot of um, 
like the marketing and all of those things. I didn't think I really overly cared about, but you had such a great part in the, in the course about that. Like, um, what's his name? Uh, the online, uh, guy you interviewed. Yeah. The marketing yeah. specialist. Yeah. Him. And then there was Mel was the Mel. Yeah. Oh, I, I was like, so happy you had that in the course, not just for myself, but for other people to know that, especially the financial aspect of it. Cause it, you're tapping into something that's not mainstream per se there. Yeah. So I was, you know, I, I really enjoyed that that whole part. Plus, of course, I knew I was going to learn anatomy, but then there was a whole bunch of other stuff. You, I didn't think I was going to learn, you know, that I, that I was, you know, really like blown away. Like, wow, that really opened my mind up, you know, wow. even thinking of online being online, I was like, I'm like, wow, that's like, oof, opened my mind. I'm like, I could do that. I don't just need to be in a space with people, you know, a physical space with people. Yeah. I could do it online, you know? Great. That's great. So one of the things um, that can be interesting too, is just how a yoga teacher feels about themselves. So how do you feel as a teacher now versus when you started? Do you feel differently at all if, if you could put that into words what is that oh like? yeah absolutely I mean the confidence is definitely there you know even to say like I have a some time scheduled to start teaching um I thought that was like so far off so far off so yeah like I'm just everything that I was worried about, oh, I don't know if I can see if people are doing things safely, this and that, you know, that's all gone. That's all gone. I'm not even concerned about that at all. Um, you know, just things like that. I just, I do, I feel great. Yeah. That is so great. I'm so happy. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And the fact that you're still here and still listening is not lost on me. So thank you so much. Couple of things. If you have any questions, please contact me. Send me what your questions are directly to my Instagram DM. You can find me there at Bare Bones Yoga. The next thing I hear so much from yoga teachers that they want to be confident. They want to feel more confident. They don't want to have that nervous feeling in their stomach when they get up to teach. They don't want to stumble over their words. They want to create sequences fast and not spend so much time writing out their sequences and practicing their sequences. And they so much want to just walk around the room rather than being tied to the mat and practicing the entire sequence with their class. If any of this hits home for you and you want to develop into a more confident, authentic teacher in the next 30 days, I want you to DM me confident teacher heard it on the podcast, and I will show you exactly how you can get there. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you on the next episode.